You're listening to Wait, Am I an Adult Now? One of the only podcasts out there that interviews young millennials riding the squiggly line of life. We're your co-hosts, Shelby Wildgust and Savan Pichotto. And together, our mission is to inspire you with stories of millennials just like you who are paving their way in the new creative economy. Our guests are leading epic lives through entrepreneurship, artistry, charity, music, corporate leadership, and so much more. Are you ready to jump in? Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wait Am I an Adult Now? This is Shelby Wildgust. And this is Savan Pichotto. And we have a beautiful, beautiful, magnificent, amazing guest with us today. Can you please introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Camille Bell, and I am the CEO and co-founder of Pound Cake. Oh, we are so excited for this story. Yeah, so excited. Um, do you want to give her a little bio real quick? Yeah, absolutely. So Camille Bell is the CEO and co-founder of Pound Cake, as she just said, which is a cosmetics company creating products for people of various skin tones and lip tones while empowering all forms of beauty. She's getting ready to launch her products, a line of five various red liquid lipsticks made for your lip tone beginning of next year, which is actually already live because when we launch this episode it will be live so for all of you out there listening pound cake has officially gone live and we can celebrate that it's amazing awesome yes thank you so much thank you um so i first actually met camille when you entered the byobb mm-hmm. last year temple which is the beer on boss bowl for anyone who doesn't know mm-hmm. um so yeah, I met you there and you were just starting to form your like executive summary and like all of that stuff. And I just immediately thought that your product was amazing. And then when Shelby and I started this, I thought you'd be like perfect for this podcast. So before we dive into the actual interview itself, yeah. as we've already prepped you for, we have to go ahead and give all of our listeners out there our Wait, am I an adult now moment of the week? So I'm actually going to start out with the wait, am I an adult now moment of the week. So I have been hearing on and on and on about this thing called chunking or like um, there's more words for it that sound a lot better than chunking, (laughs) but it's essentially when you chunk your time and you do just one thing for a period of time when that when your timer goes off, you stop and you move on to your next one thing, but it eliminates the multitasking method that I always thought I was good at, but after reading studies, I found out that multitasking is actually not effective at all. And so today, I was on a high from coming back from this really awesome conference that Savannah and I went to this past weekend in San Diego, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to really try to be effective and productive today. And normally, I'm like answering emails, answering texts, answering phone calls, writing a letter, writing a proposal, like doing 87 different things at once, and I always leave the office feeling like I never never got anything done. And so today, I spent the first hour of my day reading through emails, double-checking that I responded to all my text messages from the weekend, responding to emails, just kind of doing that mundane stuff. And then starting at 10 a.m., I set an hour clock and I just got to work on one thing for that hour. And first off, the time flew by, which was great because that doesn't normally happen at work. And two, I got so much done. I put my phone away. It was in my drawer. I couldn't hear it 
buzz or beep or any of that. I got so much done. The hour ended. I gave myself a five-minute phone break where I looked on Instagram and all that stuff. And then I started to set my clock for another hour and got another thing done. And I checked off my entire week's to-do list today. So that wow, was my adult that's moment. Insane. I was like, damn, I think I've hacked the system. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, congrats. Thank you. So, Savan, what's yours? All right. So the universe works in mysterious ways, doesn't it? Yeah. So when we got back from California, I was like, damn, I really wish we had some healthy food options around here. And right across the street from where I work currently, there's this um, shopping center that has a bunch of um, stores in it. Like there's a supermarket, they have Panera, Chick-fil-A, all that stuff that's really bad for you. So I was driving around like, geez, like where am I gonna get something healthy? And as if by magic, while I was away, just this new store popped up right next to Panera and it's called uh, Pliables. <gasps> I saw your Instagram story today. Yes. It's, they're all over Central and North Jersey. I walked in and I felt like I was still in California. It looked like a little like surf shop and it had like all these healthy bowls like acai and coconut bowls and like all this cool stuff. And I'm like, yes. So you're able to yeah. stay on your adult like track. Of yeah, because I, I, I promised myself I would make a conscious effort to like try to be a little bit healthier. Yeah. And the first line of temptation was there was a tray of cookies at work right when I walked uh, in. Testing. I said no. Good for you. And I got a good lunch, so I'm happy. Yeah, I saw your Instagram story. It's very Instagrammable on there. Yes, it is super Instagrammable. <laughs> it's my first thought when I walked in there. Like, oh, man. Yeah. All right, Camille. So what's yours? So mine is related to this weekend, this past weekend. Um, so I just moved into a new apartment with my boyfriend. And this is like our first place. Ooh, Congratulations. Nice. Thank you. And I've been trying to make it look really nice, so... Um, I ordered some stuff from Z Gallery. Shout out to Z Gallery. Um, and also Ikea. But my adult moment was when I went to Home Depot and I was just geeking out <laughs> in the Home Depot. What were you geeking out about? Just being able to um, get the correct pins uh -huh. for this heavy hang or this heavy picture <laughs> I need to hang and I was really excited because I watched YouTube videos on how to hang a heavy picture <laughs> on drywall and I got like the anchors and everything yes yeah. yes and then I was like I'm really in Home Depot like geeking out <laughs> Doing your Home thing. Depot yeah that's and I was awesome like, wow. I think I even tweeted I was like wow I'm an adult now because <laughs> I'm in the Home Depot like really excited and it's funny because when I was a kid um I think everyone has a story like getting thrown in the car to go to Home Depot yes. or like Ikea and just being like, oh my God, this is so boring. Yeah. So the fact that I was really excited, I was like, I'm definitely grown up now. <laughs> I actually yeah. really love Home Depot and I really love Ikea. Right? <laughs> yeah. I just like, it's so exciting. Like, like It's actually an adventure on like a Saturday afternoon if I had to go to Ikea. I'm like, oh, they had these meatballs and I I'm was gonna just eat about the to say the meatballs. And then I'm going to also spend too much money on things that are probably going to break in three years, but it's going to look really cute in the process. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually just super glued um, a drawer back together from an Ikea furniture. Oh my God. Like <laughs> my room is normal. I'm like very clean. I try to be, but for the last month, my bureau has had one missing drawer. Mm. So it just looks so sloppy. And I finally super glued it. I am too afraid to put anything in the drawer because I think it's going to break nonetheless. <laughs> so it's just for show. And wow. the rest of the clothes are in a hamper like next to it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's like a separate, like, am I really an adult now? 
Yeah, it's like it's all for show. <laughs> yeah. But a true adult moment that you also have is moving in with your boyfriend. So congratulations. Yeah, that's yes. awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's really exciting. Cool. Thanks. Well, that being wow. said, let's dig a little bit deeper into your life and okay. get more about <laughs> just who you are as a person. I know Savan had the privilege of meeting you at the Be Your Own Boss Bowl at Temple. And mm-hmm. so can you take us back to maybe when you were starting at Temple, when you were 18 years old and... Oh, yeah how you got to where you are today at 25 or 26? 25. 25. So kind of fill us in the the last seven years and just your story. First off, I can't believe it's been seven years since (laughs) I was a freshman. Um, So when I first came to Temple, I was really excited. Um, I had taken a campus tour with my dad. We had visited um, Bloomsburg, Millersville, um... My aunt actually even took me all the way up to Boston to look at um, Boston College and BU. Um, and then I came to a Temple, and I remember just, like, walking around. Um, I don't know, just it I, – I just got inspiration just, like, walking around. And yeah. I was like, wow, I can really see myself here. And I remember getting in the car and saying to my dad, I really – I need to go here. I really want to go here. And it was the best choice. Um, it was nerve wracking, you know, because it's your first time away from your parents. So no one's telling you what time to go to bed. <laughs> no one's telling you, you know, you can't stay out late. Um, and no one's even telling you, you know, you need to go to class. You yeah. need to, you know, if you aren't getting something in class, it's your responsibility to go and speak to um a professor ahead of time and not at the end of the semester. So you've been learning like organization skills. Um, But yeah, I remember getting involved like immediately. Um, And I can credit that to, um, he was my, he was, uh, so I came in as a Fox student and he, I think his name was Professor Petrucci, Petrucci, something like that. Um, he, he taught like HR management and he said that it was the first day of class and he was like, you all to be successful, you all need to, um, join at least two to three SBOs. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Mr. Student run organizations, right? Yep. Yep. And he also had an assignment where we had to go on LinkedIn and we had to connect with a hundred people. Oh, wow. And this was our freshman year. Yeah, that's you know? valuable. It, it was. Like, at the time, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is annoying. But <laughs> now I really see the value. And, oh like, that gosh. was, yeah. like, week one of Temple. So yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so fortunate that he said that to you because I went to University of Delaware. Mm-hmm. And there were so many different organizations. But I had my mindset on joining a sorority. And I, I think I still had this mentality – from high school where if you were part of a lot of groups, like you almost weren't, I don't know, like people didn't, okay, full disclaimer, when I was in high school, I was kind of an asshole. And I thought that if you were like super, super involved, that you were kind of like a teacher's pet in yeah. a way. And so I was like, ah, I'm too cool for that. Yeah. Like someone just smacked me in the face like very hard when I was 16 years old, but that did not happen. Um, <laughs> so when I was at University of Delaware, I didn't join any groups. And looking back on that, I'm like, damn, I really should have gotten involved. So it's so great yeah. to hear that you got involved. So how did that change the course of your college life? Oh, it it opened a lot of doors. I mean, um, 
So I was, at first I was a member of the American Marketing Association. Um, yes, same. And, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. um, and after that first year of just like going in, um, I applied to be on the e-board and that's when I, you know, became the director of corporate relations. So it was my oh, job wow. to get sponsorships. That's awesome. Thank you. And that was like a big deal, you know, um, as a sophomore. Um, and then from there, uh, just joining, it kind of opened the door, you know, for other um, organizations because I saw that I had this one. So then I joined. Um, oh, gosh, I forget. It was for when, you know, if students were smoking like weed. Okay. Oh, the residential conduct board. <laughs> <laughs> so I was on the residential conduct board. And it's so weird because, like, I'm not, like, a hard ass. But I was like, oh, wow. Like, reading the description, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you have to be on it. Oh, my um, God. But I did join that. I was part of the residential conduct board for all four years. Um, and then um, it even opened doors. So being part of AMA for three years, I applied um, to Google for a Google internship. Or actually, let me say this, through AMA and joining that organization, we took a trip to New York City. And one of the places we visited was Google, the Google headquarters oh, wow. um, in Chelsea, New York. And this one of the executives pulled me aside and she was like, would you ever be interested working at Google? And I was like, yeah, I guess. Like, I didn't even, like, put two and two together of, like, why she pulled me aside. Um, she like, uh, take down my information if you're ever interested. And I was like, okay. So I remember saying that to my roommates, and they're like, you need to apply. Back like, she did yeah. that. Yeah. So I applied for the Google internship, and unfortunately I wasn't um, picked for that. But they had something that was called Google Ad Camp, <clears throat> which was on a smaller scheme. But because I didn't get into that, um, I didn't have to interview for Google Ad Camp. Oh, and I nice. selected like one of 60 out of all the wow. applications, but they had reached out to me and, were, and was like, although you didn't get the Google internship, would you like to be part of the Google Ad Camp? And it was there that they um, flew all the people that were accepted um, out to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yeah. And that was like the first time I've ever been um, to Michigan. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we we learned. I met a lot of great people. Um, it was also intimidating because Temple is a great school. Um, and I've been in positions where I've gotten into stuff, but I'm the only person that's not from an Ivy League. So oh, it was wow. kind of like awkward. Um, like it's definitely I, being intimidating. Oh, yeah. I, was, I was very intimidated, I remember, um, because they showed you the list of like who was selected. And yeah. it was like, me and this one other girl that wasn't from an Ivy League. Everyone else was from Stanford, Princeton, um, Columbia. UPenn, like, huh? yeah, 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 UPenn. So, um, but yeah, I, th this is all to say, like, had I not joined AMA, you know, and then because I was involved in AMA going to New York and then meeting, you know, the person from New York who's, you know, to say that, you know, I can add that on my resume. Um, and then afterwards, I joined um, my senior year. I was on the e-board of um, Temple Student Government. So I was the auditor general. And like, but like, it's it's really, I've met really awesome people throughout my journey at Temple and um, learned more about myself yeah. as well. That's yeah. awesome. So 
while you were, your time at Temple, um, did you get involved in entrepreneurship there? Or was it not until after you got out that it interested you? That's such a, that's a great question. I did not get involved in any of the entrepreneurship. Um, like organizations yeah, or anything Yeah, or like anything that. until I graduated. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I thought I was going to work at Google. Yeah. Um, it didn't, and it didn't turn out. I like applied to Google three times mm. and didn't get in or, and then I was excited because the last time they reach out to me and they're like, would you want to interview? And then a week before my interview, they're like, oh, sorry, the position was filled. Oh my <laughs> like, God. Oh, that's awful. Talk about getting smacked in the wow. face. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, it's just not meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I did not, um, I was not involved in the entrepreneurial so what inspired you to like bring us up to the pound cake journey? You know, yeah. what inspired you to create this cosmetics line? And I know that you're still currently working full time, which we'll yeah. get into as well. But just share with us, you know, what was that motivation, that inspiration for you? Yeah. Um, so I had graduated and I remember just speaking to my friends. Um, we were chilling in the TSG office and um and perhaps it was like an ego at the time, but we were all like, oh, we've done so much. You know, when you're like in the bubble at Temple and you're like, yeah. Yeah, I've done this, this. And like, you know what I mean? And the stuff that I was getting offered, I just wasn't vibing with. And in general, I was like, I don't want to work for someone else the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I remember speaking to Chris, Dr. Christopher Carey. He's the, he was the advisor um, of Temple Student Government when I was there. And I was in his office and he's like, well, what do you want to do in life? And I was like, well, I want to work for myself. I've, that's why I originally came in as a Fox student. That's why I got into business. Um, but I've always wanted to work for myself. Um, and he's like, okay have you heard of this incubator called Blackstone Launchpad? And I was like, no. And he was like, they just opened like a year ago. And they're, I was like, well, where are they located? And he was like, in the sack. And I was like, what? Because I've been no in the sack so many times. So what is it's the, the uh, what does it stand for? Student something center. I don't know. It's just I don't the know what the building. A stands for. <laughs> so it's a student center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Student center, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Got it. I'm like, what? I've been in and out like all the time. Yeah. I've never seen it. And he was like, yeah, it's like, behind like near the post office like around this okay, corner okay gotcha so i went in and i was like hi you know my name's camille and i have this idea um and the idea came from i was speaking to my friend i was just telling her how um disappointed and frustrated i was in the with the current cosmetic industry of like i remember being sephora i picked out this blush that was so beautiful to me and it was a long line. So I was like, let me just try this on before I stand in line. And it just like disappeared in my skin. And I remember being so disappointed because I really wanted to buy that. And I was like, how many other people of color feel the way I just felt? Um, especially those that are darker than me. Because in the black community, we come in a lot of shades and undertones. And I was like... I told my friend about it and she was like, you should do something about it. And I was like, yeah, I remember that specific conversation. So that's when I went into um, 
Blackstone. Um, I listened to what Dr. Christopher Carey told me. And ever since then, um, they've been helping me bring the idea to fruition to this point where I'm about to launch. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, thank you. So through the incubator, were they able to give you resources to create the product and all of that? or? Yeah, so with Blackstone, I would say that the resources they provide are, so they provide workshops and they bring in people um, that are well-versed in marketing, PR, um, accounting, um, legal. So um, they were like, all right, you need to pick a name. So I took like three days to pick a name. And then they were like, okay, you need to go on who is and make sure that you know your de- your domain isn't taken. Yeah. I was like, what is who is? But I learned, you know, what that is. What is um, it? So who is is this big uh, database, and if you want a website, you type in the website you want, and it's a database and it lets you know if the website is taken oh, wow. or not. Cool. And it lets you know who has it too oh. if you ever wanted to reach out. No what? Okay, um, that's awesome. Unless that person like has privacy all- settings. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it was, it was like, it was things like that of the technical stuff. Also, they have a lot of partnerships. So, um, our lawyers are from Dwayne Morris. So, oh, wow. That's uh, amazing. Yeah. We're really grateful. Um, because Blackstone has a partnership with Dwayne Morris, we were able to, um, you know, get our trademark through them and they've Gosh. they've helped us tremendously um we actually got our trademark like it's official um that pound cake belongs to us um last year so summer 2017 nice. it was like what i love about your story camille is the fact that you followed like the proper steps and in, in the way that when you when i hear when i listen to you talk you make it sound so simple and it and it mm-hmm. sound and you can disagree with me 100 percent but it sounds like for the most part, it's been a linear pathway of your, you know, you going to your advisor saying, I'm not sure what I want to do, but I know that I want to work for myself. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, have you heard about that? And then you go, no. And you go and visit. And then you say, hi, I'm Camille. I have this idea. And mm-hmm. then they take you through the process. And here you are two years later about to launch your products. Is that the truth? Or is there any, any kind of twists and turns that you've had to kind of jump through hoops for? That's a that's a great question. So in a sense, it has been linear of like, um, I try to network as much as I can. And that's a big point. Of, that's a big um, thing, part. part of entrepreneurship right. is networking. Um, so yeah, it was talking to Dr. Chris, Christopher Carey, him telling me Blackstone, Blackstone, like, oh, these are all our partnerships. Yeah. Take advantage of them. Mm-hmm. But in terms of funding, which is a huge part of entrepreneurship, that was a big twist and turn. We were doing these competitions, these pitch competitions to get money, right? Um, because, all right, now that we fleshed out the idea, how do we build it? How do we go into mass pr- production? We need money. So we were going to these pitch competitions and I remember one of the judges coming up and he was like, um, you just need to get a prototype. We didn't pick you because you didn't you have, have a prototype. prototype. Oh, yeah. wow. So then we got a prototype. We shopped around. And we we're like, oh, okay. Well, this is something like that we could work with. We got it from a cosmetic labor- laboratory. And then we did a pitch competition. 
and we didn't win. We didn't even place in the top three. The same judge that told us last time to get a prototype came up to us and was like, um, oh, I see you have a prototype, but she she already launched. So then we're like, oh, wow. oh my gosh, like we're not getting anywhere doing it this way. Mm. So we were like, okay, we need to take this in our own hands and we need to go to our own community and speak to them because that's who we'll be selling to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just get support from our community. So Mm -hmm. that's when in 2017, so last year, we were like, all right, we need to just do a crowdfund. And I, I was reluctant because... I mean, let's be honest, like the numbers in terms of successful crowdfunds, um, and it varies on like Kickstarter versus Indiegogo, but the percentage is so small. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, but we did our research. I networked with people that, you know, did a crowdfund successfully on Indiegogo, did a crowdfund on Kickstarter that was successful, someone that did both and that was successful on Kickstarter but wasn't on Indiegogo and why, and figure out what, why weren't you successful so we don't do that. I love that. I love that you took the initiative to like do the research first and figure out from other people's mistakes before you jumped into it yourself. Yeah, and it was a lot of work. Like we even flew down, we, we, we went to Atlanta even to treat this um, woman out to lunch and just pick her brain. Cause she had a, she raised over 30,000 on Indiegogo. Um, and it's just like, it was just networking. And, and like you said, yeah. Yeah. Figuring out what to do and what not to do. And then we launched it. Um, we actually, before that we got, two interns from the Fox School of Business, their MIS department, and they helped us tremendously just like from what we should say in our video to being in the video. Um, I even asked some of my friends to like, you know, um, get imagery from them of like, all right, here's our prototype. It's not the best, but we're going to just put this all together. Mm-hmm. Um and then just, again, networking. Um, I had lunch with the vice president. She was the vice president at the time of Billy Penn. She was like, oh, my God, I want to do a story. So she did a story when is we launched. Is that a magazine? Yeah, Billy okay. Penn is um, it's an online platform here in the city. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and from there, like, yeah, we launched the crowdfund and then people saw the Billy Penn article. It was like a ripple effect. Yeah. Um, the director uh, at Yahoo Beauty, she followed us. So then we were like, okay, we had to pitch to her. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I just saw your article on Billy Penn. Hmm. And then people started seeing that and yeah. we started getting in publications. Um, but yeah, we ended up raising a little over 20000 um, we were also backed by QuickBooks. They helped us tremendously. I was just about to ask you about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, that was so random. But again, just good storytelling. They said that they randomly found us um, on Indiegogo and loved our story. Um, and they were doing an initiative at the time of just backing, like, aspiring entrepreneurs. Yeah. And we were backed by them and they flew us out to Cali. Um, this time last year, and um, we met with a lot of cool execs and, and yeah. um, VCs, 
And yeah, it's we were able to get the money to finally go in R&D and then production. Yeah, and I also want to congratulate you too because I got this magazine in the mail from huh. Temple since I'm also a Temple grad. Yeah. And you were listed as a 30 under, under 30 um, as far as innovators, entrepreneurs, and change makers, um, which Great is super, photo, super cool. Yeah. 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 Thank so. you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it hasn't, it hasn't been easy and I have not done this alone at all by any means. Um, it what they say about entrepreneurship is like it's a lot of meeting people and building on relationships and um, getting help from so many people. Yeah. yeah. So what was it about um, or how did you start to form your team or what were the characteristics that you looked for in your team that you have today? Like, Are you a sole founder or do you have someone who's also a co-founder with you? Yeah, so I do have a co-founder um, and we went to Temple together. Um, he's also my boyfriend. This oh, is the first wow. time I've actually <laughs> said this. I'm like, yeah. I don't know if that's okay. Because depending on who we speak to, some people are like, don't tell people that. And some people are like, oh, no, I think people think. Yeah, that's a great story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we went to Temple together. Um, so it was someone that I trusted because we've been dating now for five years. Wow. Um, but yeah, so right now we have an agreement where I'm majority mm-hmm. owner, um, but he also has a, a percentage. Um, but yeah, he's someone that um, I can trust. He's someone that is, we work really well together. It's interesting. We just, we did an accelerator this summer and they had all the people participating in the accelerator, the founders or the co-founders take this it's like the Myers Briggs, but for like entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you take this to see if you're compatible with your, your co- partner. Yeah. Because oh, wow. they were like, whoever we invest in, we also have to know that you guys can work together. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because how it tallied up was like, where I lacked, he was really high. Oh, that's really powerful. Wow. And it was just like, it was really that's awesome amazing. to see. Because yeah. we're like in our head, we're like, we think we work like, yeah, well it's been together. working so far. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's nice to see it like on paper. It must be great to also have that like solidification for your personal relationship too, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, this is how we communicate, and yeah. we, we've we've tried to be like really um, have effective communication. I'm someone that's more direct, and he's I would say that like I'm a Virgo. And he's he's a Pisces, so I'm a Pisces. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always talk about that, and like, um, he's like softer than me, and I'm more like, let's get to it, boom, boom, boom. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and we've learned how to. He's like, okay, take it back a little, and then I've helped him like voice what he actually wants. Okay. Um, more, but he's very creative. Um and artistic as most Pisces are. Um, it, not to be like into signs, I'm sorry guys. No, it's okay, really good. Please, this is great. Don't, um, speak freely here, it's totally fine. But yeah, he's, he's really helped. Um, so he's the um, chief branding officer. So he's in charge of um, just how everything looks aesthetically, making sure that our language is on point. And even every, like in terms of copywriting, um, I'm not the best writer, so I'll write stuff and then he'll tweak it. So yeah. 
to make it cohesive. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of like interns, what I look for um, to answer your question, um, I'm definitely looking. I I, I look for go getters. Um, I look for people that are passionate. Um, I look for people who are willing to learn. Um, and so far, we've had we've had four interns. Yeah, we've had four interns, um, and they're awesome. I still talk to all of them. Um, a lot of them have extended uh, their internship, but like, they're all go getters. Yeah, and like, really awesome. That's that's so a cool. powerful team right there. Yeah. So, just so we can watch our time here, yeah, share with us. You know, what is the next? five years look like for pound cake and for you especially yeah so the next five years um we're going to launch um we're going to continue expanding our product line um and expanding our brand as well brand visibility so followers engagement um we want to obviously build more website traction our email list um, and then be in a retailer such as Sephora or Ulta. Um, awesome. So pitching to one of them uh, to start small because most companies that um, get into Sephora Ulta, they usually have like a select line. Mm-hmm. And then if that does well, they'll get like the full yeah. what you see when you yeah. go in. Yeah. Um, and getting, I would say, like a series A or be um, investment so we can really um, increase our, our yeah. product line the way we yeah. want to. That, that sounds amazing. That's really cool. So looking back at your whole journey, you know, of going through college and being part of all these groups and then realizing when you graduated, once the job world wasn't as, you know, friendly to you as you thought it would be that you wanted to go into entrepreneurship and here you are just a month away from your launch, what piece of advice would you give to your 18-year-old self or to anyone out there who might be in a similar boat as you once were? Well, that's a good question. Um, so the first part to my 18-year-old self, so that was pretty much when I was entering Temple, I would say that it's all going to work out. It's all going to be okay. Um, you know, do what you need to do, um, but don't over stress yourself Mm -hmm. um because at the end this world we live in life is supposed to be enjoyable um so it's not always about um work 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 um you also want to enjoy yourself as well and then for people out there that are aspiring to be entrepreneurs understand that before you go into this there are going to be a lot of downs before there's ups. ups. There's going to be a lot of no's before there's that one yes. Um, and even if after you get that one yes, it's going to be again a lot of no's. So understanding that now and staying on top of that, being uh, consistent and being persistent um, and just never giving up. Yeah, I think one of the important things that to recognize when you are an entrepreneur or when you're in sales. I mean, so much of being an entrepreneur is being in sales because you have to sell your idea. Yeah. In the 
days where everything seems like it's falling apart, those days are actually really, really important because they allow you to appreciate the days where everything's coming together. And it also triggers your next best step. At least that's how it's been for me. Like any so-called failure or step down has then like catapulted me into something new or a different idea that I never thought of to take it to the next level after that. Yeah. So I think what you said is really valuable. Thank you. So Camille, where can everyone find you? Give us all the links and the social media handles, all that good stuff. Yeah, so you can follow Pound Cake and stay up to date um, on our website at poundcakecosmetics.com. Um, we're building up our email list, so please subscribe. Um, and then on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, we're at Pound Cake. Um, and then Facebook, we're Pound Cake Cosmetics. Awesome. awesome. Thank Jinx. you so much. <laughs> Thank um, you, guys. I really, really appreciate you guys reaching out. Yeah. yeah. We, we uh, never mind. I was going to say we popped Camille's uh Podcast. podcast cherry but i'm like that's uh, i was i'm not even gonna lie i was thinking that i was like oh my god i'm a I'm podcast saying virgin I'm <laughs> saying what I well we're really thankful that you're on here that we yeah. were able to pop your podcast cherry yes <laughs> thank, I said you. It. thank you it's out there in the world oh yeah i'm so excited to have you on here as well and um we definitely want to keep up with your journey and see where you go from here um so please let us know like if there's anything we could do yeah and to all our listeners out there we're going to post all of the links where you can buy the pound cake cosmetics because by the time you listen to this it will be live yeah so they'll be able to go and buy products and so please 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 go and support this amazing woman and this amazing initiative and this amazing product because it really is so valuable and important and um, just share this with all of your friends because we really want to help her just totally grow as a business owner, as a CEO, as a boss lady, yeah. as a voice for diversity and inclusion and all these different things. And so we're just really, really grateful to have you on this podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And as always, guys, if you liked this episode, uh, please subscribe to us on spotify itunes leave us a five-star review and a comment and a like go follow us on instagram also at wait in my adult now and wait in my and we will see you guys or not see you we will catch you guys all in the next episode you will hear us all in the next episode okay bye bye <laughs>